2: You picked a fantastic time to listen, because joining us right now is Paul Acey. Now, he's been unplugged in for like 17 years. He's reviewed like 17 quintillion movies. He's a great writer. He's an author of several books, and he's also a really, really good friend of the program. Paul, how are you doing this morning?
1: I'm
0: doing great. How are you guys doing this
1: morning? We're doing good for a Tuesday, and we're so curious to know who topped your pop culture list for 2023. Yeah, I tell you
0: what, it was a crazy year in 2023 when you're talking about pop culture and entertainment and technology. Um, Every year I try to sort of encapsulate the year uh, by listing kind of the top 10 movers and shakers that, that have really made a huge impact in what Plugged In covers. And I don't think you can go too far in 2023 without mentioning a certain Taylor Swift. Which, it which was,
2: Taylor Swift are you referring? The Taylor yeah, Swift the, that sings or the Taylor Swift that watches football?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to go with the one who sings for right now, because actually watching football will come up a little bit later in this uh, in this top 10 list. <laughs> but. But yeah, uh, Taylor Swift, man, she has had an incredible year. She's made $3 bazillion this year. She released a new, a sort of new oldish album. She hit the charts so many times. But the thing that really struck me was when she released her Eras Tour movie. Um, I think that was back in September. She announced it maybe a month, six weeks before it was actually going to go out into theater. So everybody was super surprised by it. As soon as she announced that it was going to go into theaters, this concert movie, every other movie that had been planned to be released that weekend left. They rescheduled so that they didn't have to go head to head with Taylor Swift. Very smart choice. Yeah.
1: (laughs) That's crazy that you could have that much influence, though it really is
0: it really is and you wouldn't think that that uh, that taylor swift would be that big of a movie draw right but but her eras tour movie actually became the biggest selling concert movie of all time so <sighs> it just shows the influence of this woman she is uh, she has changed the trajectory of uh, music. She's changed the trajectory of, of movies, and clearly, she does like to watch a little bit of football every now and then.
2: But apparently, she doesn't like it when she's on the screen. I, I heard that a little <laughs> bit, where where uh, they keep going back to her. Whatever happens on the field, they always have to get the Taylor Swift shot, right? And I think she's a little tired of that. I think she's eating a big thing of fries. <laughs> Please go away. Right? <laughs> well,
0: that, that would be so terrible. I mean, you're trying to enjoy a game, right? I I would not no one's actually filming me when I go to a game. But if I'm stuffing my face full of fries, I don't want a camera anywhere near me.
2: Yeah, 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 I'm with you on that one as well. So so is it just is the is this the entire list is like Taylor Swift, the entire list?
0: Well, it almost could have been right, but we do have her boyfriend Travis Kelsey on there, um, and for sort of an interesting reason, to tell you the truth, you know, even if he wasn't going out with the biggest pop star on the planet, you see him everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like if you watch if you watch football, you are going to see about. 15 different travis kelsey commercials he apparently had the most exposure of of any athlete or celebrity or pitch man um in in those in those football time slots when it comes to when it comes to those commercials so if you feel like you've seen way too much of, of travis kelsey you're then right. you're you're right exactly
2: <laughs> yeah so switch to <laughs> golf right so watch the golf channel probably not a whole lot of travis kelsey there until he retires.
0: <laughs> That's exactly right. But the list really goes on because we really do try to hit, you know, we cover technology over a plugged in. So we, we have some things that that touch on that. Uh, chat GPT, you know, we that sort of really took off this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The, the idea of, of artificial intelligence and how much that changed our world, not only in 2023, but what it looks like going into the future. We actually have Neil Harmon, the, uh, the CEO of, of Angel Studios made our list. Really? Wow. And part of the reason is because, number one, The Sound of Freedom, which was a uh, Angel Studios production, really, really flipped the script in terms of what, what people thought Christian movies could do in the theaters, right? But the Angel has also been behind The Chosen, which continues to be sort of a phenomenon. And and really, I, I figured that Angel Studios exemplifies kind of the, the, the change that we've seen in Christian media, Christian filmmaking, Christian TV. Um, we saw some really incredible growth I think, in terms of the quality and quantity of Christian movies in 2023, and uh, and Neil Harmon and Angel Studios kind of kind of exemplifies a little bit of that, just industry wide.
2: Yeah. Thank you so much for that. You're hearing the voice of Paul AC uh, He's with plugged in with focus on the family. He's just kind of walking us through pop culture and the top list.
1: So Paul, I am not a pop, a pop culture person. I, I barely keep up, you know, to be on radio and make sense and know who people are, you know, know who, who some of the big names are, but why do you think it's important that as Christians, we are aware of what's happening in pop culture? Well, I think it really helps us to be aware at least in
0: on some level because it helps us to connect with other people right i mm. it helps us to make not only connections with other people but it helps us to make connections with the culture one of the things that that from from the apostle paul on on down is that the the best the best evangelists the people who have been taking Christianity's message to to cultures who might be who might not know it who might be resistant to it it's always been to make those messages relevant to the people who they're talking to um, you know you have have Paul on Mars Hill talking about the the unknown God and relating that back to Christianity and in some ways that's what we as Christians need to do in this increasingly secular society we need to we need to remind people how beautiful and how relevant Christianity is mm-hmm. and to drive home that sense of relevance and really even to talk a little bit about its beauty. We need to talk in terms that people can understand, that people can can associate with. And uh, that, that, so I think that that's what makes it important to, to sort of at least be aware of what's going on within the pop culture world. doesn't mean you have to go to a Taylor Swift concert. Thank you. doesn't mean you have to... <laughs> But I do think that it just helps to be aware of what's going on around
1: us. Hey, we're in a conversation with Paul Acey. We're talking pop culture and some recent awards. Well, a list that was put out for 2023. And just talking through even why we as Christians need to be up on some of these things. Yeah, yeah, and you know when we put together this list, we try to to really
0: cover the gamut, right? Everybody who makes the list has made a huge impact, but it's not necessarily the best impact. Um, Jonathan Taylor, Majors made our list, actually. Jonathan Majors is he uh, was just about to really blow up. He's a huge, huge star of. Uh, he was going to be the the main bad guy in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He had appeared in. Creed three and really turned a lot of heads. He's an amazing actor, but he uh, he actually got arrested uh, for for some interactions that he had with his then girlfriend, and it was a it was a really tragic thing. He's he's his star has fallen quite a bit, but uh, he definitely made news in all the wrong ways. Mm-hmm. Um, we can say the same thing for Matthew Perry. Uh, we lost him this year uh which was incredibly sad of course you most of us know him as as the as Chandler from friends he was a huge deal but lately he's been talking very honestly and openly about his own struggles with anxiety and with drug abuse um and his honesty and his transparency uh really really, I think, opened a lot of eyes to some issues that really needed to be looked at. Uh, Matthew, unfortunately, died late last year. uh, And and we lost really what could have been a, a huge figure, a huge example on how to move past drug addiction. So a lot of the people who make our list don't necessarily make it for the right reasons. Sometimes they can be very sad reasons that they land on our list.
2: Okay, his name is Paul Acey. Uh, just talking through uh, the list, the uh, popular culture of 2023, and uh, seems like there's a, a movie that's on that list starring kind of the new It Girl here
0: in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Actually, she has been an It Girl for a while, but of course we're talking about Margot Robbie, who headed up the movie Barbie, which you might have noticed ha- made like three Million, well, it made a lot more than three million. It made a lot of money at the box office. I think it made something like $1.4 billion worldwide. Yeah, it was a huge hit. The biggest movie of 2023. And the other thing is, is that. It's one of those weird blockbusters that was critically acclaimed. Critics loved it, and it landed something like eight Oscar nominations. Yeah. So uh, we're going to be hearing a lot more about Margot Robbie, I think, in the future as the movie heads toward Oscar celebration and maybe pricking up some hardware during the Oscar ceremony. So, really? Yeah. Okay, so so this is Oscar season, right? When When exactly does that all take place? So it is actually going to, I believe that the Oscar ceremony will finally happen. There is a long run up to the Oscars. Let me tell you, uh, March 7th, I believe is when the, the actual Oscars presentation will land. Um, so really in between now and then, uh, now and March 7th, you're going to see a lot of talk about all these Oscar nominees and, and as Is typical a lot of these are movies that people will never actually see (laughs) they tend to be movies that are that are quieter that they tend to be a little bit more indie focused so you don't see a lot of huge blockbusters normally this year is a little something of an exception because as i said barbie racked in a ton of nominations oppenheimer Uh, which actually was released famously at the very same weekend that Barbie was released. Uh, It leads all nomination getters with 13, I believe. So Mm -hmm. it is going to be one of the big Oscar favorites. But Along with that, you see uh, you see movies like The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, and one of my favorites, uh, The Zone of Interest, uh, which is a very very small German language movie uh, that is incredibly challenging but very very well produced.
2: Okay.
1: So I I have a question about about the Oscars. It, it, are they looking for more art? They're looking not at uh, at popular movies. They're looking at artistically interesting movies? Is that kind of their criteria? That's
0: exactly it. They're really looking for kind of that artistic aesthetic merit, right? Uh, They're looking for unique stories. They're looking for stories that move these voters but that's not necessarily the type of movie that moves a lot of regular old moviegoers. You know, mm-hmm. it's very rare that a that a superhero land superhero movie lands in uh, in the Oscars nominations buzz. The the exception was Black Panther a few years ago, which did get nominated for a Best Picture. But for the most part, they really look towards smaller, quieter, clever uh, indie movies that may or may not appeal to most moviegoers.
2: Interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting. If it's a popular film, you can bet that it's not going to be on the Oscars list normally.
0: (laughs) So this one is an anomaly, really it really is. It really is. And I think that speaks to, um, Barbie and Oppenheimer are both, you know, so much of the box office is dominated now by sequels, right? And sequels have a hard time generating because they're not unique stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barbie, it was very creative. It's a very polarizing movie. There's a lot of people who really disliked Barbie, but it is no question, a very creative take on the story. And it tells, it talks about some deeper issues in play. Oppenheimer, uh, is by Christopher Nolan, who is behind the Dark Knight movies. He's done a lot of crazy other movies as well. He is a really great filmmaker. Um, And telling the story of of Oppenheimer really through uh, a number of different periods of his life. So it's a very creative story as well. Mm.
2: Okay, his name is Paul Ac, and he's got a list, and uh, where can somebody find said list? Do they just need to listen to you, and are you supposed to be coming on with us each and every week to r- reveal most of
0: the list? Where can they find the list? Yeah, they can just give me a call, and I'll just tell it. I'll just unpack it for them right live on the phone. Perfect. Thank (laughs) you, (laughs) Paul. Or if you don't want to do that, you can go to pluggedin.com. We have uh, we have that list is on our blog, along with a whole bunch of other things. We are actually right in the middle of our own award season, where we give out the Plugged In Movie Awards. (laughs) So we unveil. We're going to be unveiling weekly uh, our nominees in four different categories: the best movies for kids, teens adults and best christian movies so you can find those too and of course plugged in also has lots of reviews on movies and tv and books and video games and all sorts of everything that you could want to know about pop culture hopefully we have something for you there at pluggedin.com